everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. You look good. Thank you. Are you ready to get started? Let's let's get going. All right. From the Disney Parks blog, they have named the newest member of the Gorilla family. That's right. Last month, uh, Mom Azizi and her baby uh, debuted. Uh, her dad's name is Gino. Uh, and they are part of the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail presented by Off Repellent, which is the official name now. And uh, the gorillas themselves debuted the baby's new name. What is it? It's A-D-A. Do you know how it's pronounced? Ada? Ada. Oh. Yeah. So uh, that is a word from the Igbo people in Nigeria and can be translated to mean first daughter. Oh, cute. So Azizi has given birth to two sons, and this is her first daughter, so it is only a fitting name. The uh, gorillas actually uh, formed the letters using rice cereal and wrapped it up for the gorillas to uh, to unwrap and debut to people. Oh, so the zookeepers did that, and then they And the gorillas it. uncovered it. Cute. So uh, Azizi and Ada can be seen uh, often near the glass uh, at the gorilla trail. Awesome. Yes. I love so. That's one of my favorite parts of the gorilla trail. It is when they let you stay. I know. I think they let you stay again. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Disneyland, the bootstrappers have returned to New Orleans Square. That's right. The bootstrappers are the world-famous pirate band, and they are back as part of the... Uh, We'll call it Streetmosphere for Disneyland, so very exciting to see them back. Uh, they have no schedule, uh, but they are performing throughout the day. Good. Yeah, always nice to see uh, live performers back. That's been one of the things that's been missing. Correct. Also in Disneyland, um, Starbucks has had these uh, Been There mugs. It's a series, and now they have started to offer canvas totes in the Been There collection. That's right. So the canvas tote has debuted in Disneyland. Uh, that is going to set you back twenty seven ninety nine. Uh, it's a nice bag. Um, it has a lot of the imagery and icons that have been seen on a lot of the previous Been There mugs, uh, but the new color palette is purple and yellow. It's very nice. It's very nice. Yeah. How's this going over here? It's going okay. <laughs> We're a little slow to get to the next story. Sorry about that. Also in Disneyland, uh, a new Tinkerbell light, lighting fixture has been released. It has crystal stars. It's very pretty. They've been installed in the Disneyland Park Hub. That's right. The It used to be just a plain old glass globe, but now the glass globe has Tinkerbell above it. Uh, as uh, Cheryl mentioned, they also have the uh, stars. So very nice lighting fixtures. Yes, I'm sure they're very sparkly at night. Yes, now let's shoot across to Florida. In Disney World, they have released the park hours through November 7th. That's right. So here are your park hours. Magic Kingdom is going to be open daily from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. This is for the week of November 1st through November 7th. Epcot is going to be open from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. November 1st through 6th. And on November 7th, their hours change from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios uh, going to be open daily from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. that week. Animal Kingdom open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Disney Springs will be open from 10 a.m. until 11 p.m. Uh, Disney Springs will extend their hours to 11.30 p.m. on Friday, November 5th and Saturday, November 6th. Blizzard Beach will be open daily from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m., 
even though it's not open, they are now back to listing Typhoon Lagoon on the uh, schedule, and it's listed as remaining closed. Well, I guess the fact that they list it is uh, a little a better. It's a start. <laughs> it is a start. Okay. Um, a new futuristic tip board has uh, sprung up in Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. This is located between the Coca-Cola Cool Ship and the Tomorrowland Speedway. It's an all-new digital tip board, so not only does it give uh, ride times, but it also gives other noting as well, like, you know, wear your mask and COVID-19 policies. So it's uh, very much in fitting with the theme of Tomorrowland. It is not obtrusive at all. It's yep. just white white concrete. <laughs> Just like everything else there. No, it, it, it definitely fits in. It does. Um, they have started doing some um, envelope testing on the Tron light cycle run. What, Tony, is envelope testing? All right. So it, it, it's not just uh, envelope testing. It's roller coaster train envelope testing. Okay. Uh, the roller coaster train envelope is a uh, piece of apparatus or a piece of equipment uh, that rides the track and is set to uh, check the ride's clearance. So it is the size of the ride vehicle as well as, let's say, what the height of a seven and a half foot person With would their be. arms up, right. maybe, right. So this will ensure that guests do not bump into anything while they are on <laughs> well, the ride. Well, that's, that's a good thing to check for. It is. It would also be a big lawsuit if something like that happened. Yeah, it would. Um, there has been a two-item purchase limit on some merchandise at Disney World, and it seems that um, limit has been extended to pretty much all merchandise at Disney World. Yeah, it is uh, for all merchandise except consumables, which include food and ponchos, which I don't usually <laughs> consume can, ponchos. You can buy all the ponchos mm -hmm. you want. That's right. Um, and then... Over to Epcot we go. We're moving to Epcot. Okay. The landscaping has been cleared out in the area between Mouse Gears and Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. That's right. They've uh, outside. They're outside of the construction walls now, and uh, they've cleared an area between Mouse Gears and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it's been cleared of all landscaping, which includes grass, but they have left the trees. Uh, so it does look like a just very big brown bare <laughs> patch of I don't know. It looks, the stuff that's covering it, it looks like sort of a dark hay or maybe like um, needles from a, mm -hmm. from like mm -hmm. a Christmas tree type tree. Yeah, it's not just dirt. No, and they've got something over it. Yeah, and there's some utility boxes that are visible and, you know, the occasional speaker. Mm -hmm. uh, lighting fixtures remain around the perimeter, but it will all be part of the uh, Guardians mm -hmm. of the Galaxy landscaping when, if and when that occurs. It'll, it'll happen. It probably shouldn't be too long. Exactly. We talked about the fact that the tune-in lounge was open and serving beverages, but there was nowhere to sit. Now some seating has returned to the tune-in lounge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's right. The uh, living room seating, if you've ever been into the tune-in lounge, it's kind of like going into your grandmother's 1950s house. Um, so the living room seating has returned. Uh, you can get some beverages there. Uh, however, the bar stools have yet to return. Um, so you, uh, you can drink. But you can't sit at the bar or order food. Okay. Um, as part of the Disney Fab 50 character collection, um, BB-8 has been released for Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's right. BB-8 was announced uh, as part of the Fab 50 character collection. 
and uh, that's it. He's uh, well, was announced. Who revealed by some it? The, that's what that's what we always need to know. Some of the Disney World ambassadors. Okay. Rayvon Redding and Allie Mannion. I know you've been following them on Instagram. <laughs> um, is BB-8 your favorite Star Wars robot? Um, no. No. Who is? R2-D2. Okay. I will concur. Okay, good. <laughs> They're doing some more refurbishment on the sh- one of the shops at Disney's Hollywood Studios. This time it is Sunset Club Couture. That's right. It is the very distinctive azure blue building as you are approaching uh, the Tower of Terror. Uh, I believe that is, is that sunset that you're walking it down? Must that, be, that makes sense right. because it's the Sunset Club Couture. Right. Uh, so as you walk down Sunset, uh, you will see that there is some scrim put up. Uh, they have multi-toned blue tiles uh, as part of the building, and the stuff that's being worked on is covered with uh, a lovely blue scrim. Yeah, it's almost not noticeable. Uh, yeah. I-, I didn't even notice it when I saw the picture. Right. All right. Um, some disappointing news at Walt Disney World. Prices have been increased on some very popular items. That's right. These items include lounge fly bags, ear headbands, and more. Um, for example, the Miss Piggy uh, lounge fly bag, which debuted at $80 last year, has been increased up to $95. Uh, the popcorn-scented bucket backpack went from $80 to $85, and it was just released last week. But I think the most disappointing thing is that ear headbands, uh, the pricing has jumped to $39.99 from $29.99. Um, those are very popular. Yeah, I... I um I like to get them once in a while if there's an absolute favorite pair or if it's sort of a special occasion that we're going and, you know, I let the kids pick out uh, a pair. But they're not comfortable and now they're $40? Right. Wow. Yeah. I, I'll, I think I'll I'll buy mine at five below or whatever before we right. go. <laughs> and uh, a lot of water bottles have increased from twenty four ninety nine to twenty nine ninety nine. So Disney just, uh, once again, finding more ways to separate you from your money. Absolutely. All right. Over at the Polynesian, where they are still working on the grand, uh, great ceremonial house entrance, um, it looks like they are adding back the water feature. That's right, which is nice. Now, it's not the indoor water feature, mm-hmm, which I, I wish, wish they had the I waterfall. Uh, but this is the outdoor water feature, which uh, exists in that, that entryway there. So the water is flowing once again. Uh, they've also added some themed lighting in the monorail station. Uh, and the monorail station continues to be uh, painted. They have completed placing all of the decorative paneling. Um, and uh, it just, you know, it moves closer and closer to completion with each day. I'm looking forward to it. As, as am I. I really would like to visit when it's done. Something that's not um, moving along and, and being ready. Well, I guess it's moving along. It's just not ready. Uh, the Disney World Swan Reserve um, has been... Been, has had a delayed opening again. Um, it was supposed to open, I believe, uh, September, mid, middle of September. First, it was supposed to be September 1st. Then they moved it to um, late, September. late September. And now they're saying mid-October. Yes. Do you think they're doing this just because numbers aren't great and they're not going to really be able to fill it up? Um, I It's probably construction delays. You think? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Alrighty. Um, entertainment news, yes, sad entertainment news. It is sad. Um, Ed Asner, the voice of Carl Fredrickson, has passed away. At age 91. 
Um, so he did play Carl Fredrickson in Disney Pixar's Up. Uh, I believe he also did some of the voice acting in the new Doug Days series that oh, is coming okay. to Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not know uh, Ed Asner from uh, just Pixar's Up, but he was also Lou Grant um, on both the Mary Tyler Moore show and the uh, Lou Grant show. Um, and he won seven Emmys for his work uh, in that. He also played Santa Claus in the Christmas hit Elf with mm-hmm. Will Ferrell. Um, and uh, that uh, that is sad news. Yes. Yeah. An icon for sure. Yes. Uh, there is, I didn't. I don't think I knew this, but there's a new musical adapt, adapt, adaptation of uh, Winnie the Pooh, which is going to be performed in New York, and it will be puppets. That's right. We actually did talk about this uh about a month and a half, two months ago. I have forgotten. And uh, adaptation. Um, we're going to have to keep you to three-syllable words, I think, I know. for a while. It's rough. Um, Winnie the Pooh, a new musical adaptation, will debut at New York's Theater Row on October 21st. Uh, they have revealed the life-size puppets uh, that have been created for the show. They will have songs from the uh, Sherman Brothers and A.A. A. Milne. Um, this is a stage adaptation set deep in the Hundred Acre Woods, and it is through the eyes of Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin, and of course, Pooh's best friends, who include... Uh, Piglet, Eeyore, yep. Kanga, yep. Roo, yes. Rabbit, yes. Owl, and Tigger. Tigger, too. That's right. Um, so this is, uh, this is exciting. This is, uh, once again, in Times Square, and it is being developed and presented by uh, Jonathan Rockefeller. Uh, who you may know from acclaimed productions of The Very Hungry Caterpillar Show, and Paddington Gets in a Jam. The puppets are beautiful. They are. Uh, would it be inappropriate for me as an adult to go see this? Not at all. Oh, good. Sign me up. Um, the Disney stores, as many people have heard, are um, shuttering. All, most of them are shuttering, right? That's right. They uh, Earlier in the year, they announced they would be closing 40 locations across the country, uh, that was changed to 60 locations across the country, um, and they are going to be uh, left with about two dozen full-size stores. Uh, the one in Times Square will stay open. Um, some of the outlets may stay open. We're not sure which ones. Um, a lot of them will be closing by September 15th. I know we stopped in one of our local Disney stores this past weekend, and everything was already 20% off, and all sales were final. Yep. So uh, if you have a local Disney store, you might want to check that out for their sales. Now, the good news is, and I don't know if it's really good news, Mm. um, but Target will be adding more mini shops to their stores. Uh, They currently have 53 uh, in their stores, uh, as well as an online component so you can go to shopdisney.com or I believe you can go to target.com slash Disney and, and shop and buy Disney items. Um, they are expected to roll out an additional 160 stores by the end of 2021. And the plan is that there will be 600 Disney stores inside Target. I must just be old school. This These Target um, stores within stores don't appeal to me. Just... The theming, the way the lighting is, it doesn't have that classic Disney feel. No, it doesn't. It has none of the warmth or charm of, no. a, of a Disney store. Uh, you know, they also have some Disney stores and some JCPenney's. Of course, JCPenney is, uh, you know, shuttering a number of stores as well. Um, I think part of it is the 
cast members at the Disney stores take such care of the store. They take such care of their guests. Uh, you never walk up to a t-shirt display and have, you know, t-shirts all unfolded and all over the place. Right. It's, you know, they're meticulously kept. And when you have one of these located in a Target store, Target employees are not over there making sure everything is folded at every moment. And, and I think you just hit on a key thing is they are not cast members. Right. They don't know the Disney way. They don't know the Disney pillars. Target customer service, I will say, can be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't have that level. There's not that level of expectation from your local Target store yeah. that you get when you go into a Disney store. Yeah. And, you know, I walk through my pennies, uh, you know, once or twice a, a month. And I will say there is never anyone in the Disney section. No, it's and just, it's usually a here's, mess. Here's a Disney-themed section. You know, if the item you want is there, great. If right. not, you're not going to get anybody's help. Right. Um, so sad news to see. Um it, on a side note, Toys R Us, I was a Toys R Us kid when I was growing up. Uh, Toys R Us went into bankruptcy a few years ago. They closed all of their stores. Toys R Us is doing something very similar where they are opening up Toys R Us inside of Macy's locations. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, it's not the first time this has been done. Yeah, it's uh, returning to an old trend, I guess. Yes. At uh, Universal Studios... They are now going to be using vinyl dividers to separate guests and the scare actors at their Halloween Horror Nights. That's right. This is just a protective measure for uh, their uh, workers. Their, 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 uh, I was going to say cast members, but they're not cast members. They're universal team members. Um, so they are putting uh, plastic dividers in what they call key locations, which will allow for safer guest interactions with the scare actors. The scare actors and team members are also required to wear masks, although many of the scare actors are masked due to their costuming. So you might not see that they're wearing masks, but they 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 are. So uh, guests are encouraged to wear masks while they are in the uh, houses. However, Universal does not require their guests to wear masks indoors, which is their current COVID policy for Universal uh, Orlando Resort. Do you think it's less scary with those vinyl dividers in there? I well, I guess if you see a vinyl divider, you know something scary is going to happen. Yeah, and like they can't. I I don't know. I've never been to Halloween Horror Nights. No, I would. But never I've go. been to other like haunted trails and and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they will physically like touch you or get that close yeah, to you. I, I that, think that to me is what's so scary. Um, they'll get close to you, but I don't think they would touch you. I'd punch somebody if they touched me. That's why I don't go to haunted houses. I know the last time I went to a haunted trail, they one of them grabbed my ankle and I fell, mm-hmm. and that was it. Never yeah. again. No. All done. No. That's how we met. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just a scaredy cat. I'm not going to any of those things. I prefer to hang out at SeaWorld Orlando with good reason. <laughs> yeah, there's no one trying to scare me. Although they do have some sort of a Halloween thing they this do. year, right? They do. We'll mention that. Um, but the story here is that if you buy a 2022 fun card, they are giving you the rest of 2021 for free. That's right. You can get 16 months worth of admission to SeaWorld for only $118.99. Uh, this deal is available for a limited time. However, the website does not specify an end date. If you want the version that includes both SeaWorld as well as their Aquatica water park, that will set you back $172.98. So, uh, Coming up in SeaWorld for the rest of this year, they've got a few events. Do you want to uh, let people know what they are? Sure. Um, They are finishing up their Electric Ocean event that ends September 6th. Then they're going to have the Craft Beer Festival, um, and that will end September 12th. 
And as we were talking about um, Halloween, they have the Halloween Spooktacular. That's going to be on weekends from September 18th to October 31st. And then the Christmas festivities um, will take place after that. Awesome. And there are some blockout dates with the fun card, which include four days in 2021 and uh, 22 dates in 2022. Seven of those dates are in July. It does not include parking fees. Uh, and as the last part of this announcement, SeaWorld has announced that their Icebreaker roller coaster will debut in February. So if you're a coaster fan and you want to get admission to SeaWorld, this might be a, a nice discount, maybe a nice Christmas present for somebody. Yeah, I think it's funny that for the price of an entire 16 months at SeaWorld... Is you, a daily admission you, you to You get Disney. in one day at Disney World. Yeah, that's, that's, that's funny if it weren't so funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah if it weren't so true. <laughs> right. All right. Any uh, final words? No. All right. Then uh, have a great couple of days, everybody. Until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 